Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of It's All Relative. I am K. Chris Anthony and joining me today is Joel Barrett from the University of Technology, a part, also a member of the UTEC Choir and the UTEC Dance Group, Dance Troupe as well, among other, other visual and performing arts group as well. And also one of my closest, closest friends who I consider a brother to me, a family to me, Kimo Armstrong. He's a songwriter, musician, a former member of the Nexus Performing Arts Company, and among other performing arts group, Tribes and Kofa, just to name a few. Guys, welcome. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, yes, thanks for joining us. So today's topic is about music and how music in today's society what is what is it all about where it's coming from what is it all about so in your own world what is music to you let's hear from you kimo for me um for me music is it's a channel for me to release so whether i'm listening or writing music is kind of an escape for me it's an escape room so for me, music soothes, it heals, it it does a lot of things. Music is very multifaceted to, for me, that is. Oh, okay. Good, good. And for you, Joe, what does what is music to you? What, what what does music mean to you? I concur what Kima has to say. It is a channel. It is that route that you take whenever you want relief or you want relaxation. It is three little dots, basically. Okay, so in terms of relaxation and stuff like that, it's more like a, it, when you're in the vibe or in the feeling that it, it kind of gives you that kind of feeling. It's not, an, it, it's not necessarily, I don't, for me, I don't think I have to be in the mood for music. Once I'm hearing music, that's what gets me into a mood, if that makes sense. It's an energy. Yeah. Okay, great. It's an energy. It's an energy. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Um, so we know that in today's society, and we know how it's around the festival period, the festival time now, we've seen a lot of advertisement going around about festival song competition here in Jamaica. And around this time, we'll always be around the whole fanfare and the festive festivities of what the festival is about. And then we look at whole culture and how where our music is coming from, be it started from ska to rocksteady to 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 sorry, it started from mental to ska to rocksteady to reggae mm-hmm. to dancehall. And reggae and dancehall has been one of Jamaica's most influential um, genre of music across the entire world. Mm-hmm. And we can look at persons like Bob Marley and and um just Bob Marley, uh, the Whalers, Dennis Brown, Dennis Brown yeah. Bob Marley, the Whalers, persons who have paved the way for us, um, for for musicians, um, like yourself, Kimo. So, in your well, do you find are there is there anyone out there, or anyone musician or musicians out there who has influenced you to um, in terms of music and how music has impacted you as an individual? 
Um, for me, I'd say no, unfortunately. However, there are few persons that I do admire their styles, but it, it's not that they have impacted me in any way where, you know, it led me to do music. It's, for me, when I'm, when I'm hearing music, it's all about the writing for me. Because, you know, a lot of music now, nowadays, you know, it's just random words on a beat. But when you can hear a song from somebody that is well-written, that, that brings me to a special place where, you know, music, well, good music always takes me. Wow. So, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm glad you mentioned about the whole aspect of, you know, a beat and a sound and then you have a music. Mm-hmm. And you have somewhat what they call a piece of music. How would you compare um, music back then as, as supposed to now? I mean, in all honesty, music from the past, well, all, well, some music of the past weren't necessarily, I'm not sure, um, it never really makes sense. But because, you know, persons were just vibing to it and this genre was kind of taking, you know, its pace and growing until persons actually started making better music, like, for example, Bob Marley, because, you know, he spoke about certain um, aspects of society and how, you know, the world would have mm-hmm. been better and stuff like that. But some songs back in the past, you know, they were like, um, this is, I'm not quoting anybody specifically, but, you know, stand up on a tile and rock, and then you see a girl get licking her head, so you laugh, and, you know, some of them all sang there. Some of them never really <laughs> And But nowadays, you're finding that um, a lot of songs aren't really making sense. And it's not that they don't really make sense. All of them are having you now the same sound. Okay. But instead so of Joel, having... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Joel, would you agree with what Kimo is saying? Because I remember having a discussion as such with you some time back. Or would you agree with what? I would, in many aspects, seeing the fact that music, well, it is the interpretations of those who are left to produce music that has changed. And we have to come to the realization that persons enter into the industry for many different reasons. But it's those who enter without without what? last Because as schema what? also highlighted Joel, Joel. that you know you just hear a beat. Joel, sorry to interrupt you there. But we're not getting you get getting you across. Joel? Joel? I'm not getting you there. Could you repeat that from where you said that um, from the beginning? Wasn't getting you a while ago. You hearing me, Joel? Joel? Okay, I think we, I think we lost him there. Yeah. But we'll continue the discussion. So, Kimo, in terms of what you stated about, you know, I kind of agree with you. Joel? Joel? Yeah, it, has to, it has to do with connection. I think it's his connection. But we'll continue the discussion, um, n- nevertheless. So, as it relates to, to, um, to, to what you said about, you know, I kind of agree with you on that. In the sense that you know, 
how music back then, you know, you said that sometimes it wouldn't make any sense. I don't necessarily agree with the fact that it's like it don't not the fact but the term that you say it don't really make any sense back then. But um I mean when I look at some of the when I listen to some of the music um back in the days. Joel? Joel? Still not getting him. So when I listen to some of the music back in the days, you see, like for example, King Yellowman and mm-hmm. With one of his dancehall songs called Zungu 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 Zeng, just as I pronounce yeah. the song. I would say, hey, if you have a paper, you must have a pen. And if and five plus five, it equals All right. music like that. Before, we, before, we before, are... before, let me just, yeah, let me, let me, let, I stand corrected. I shouldn't have said foolishness. It was very basic. Let's just leave it at that. Basic. Very, basic very basic. Is the word. Okay. Very, very it was basic. Very basic. All right, and seeing that it was just so basic, uh, would you would you think that how us as young people, <laughs> or how the young people or millennials nowadays interpret music, um, you think they wouldn't have a greater appreciation for where it, the music is actually coming from, or because it was, or is because this was the, what they were born into, so them grow up and understand what it is now without having an understanding as to where it's coming from. In all honesty, I don't think a lot of persons are aware where music is coming from. Um, because if, for example, you even mention the name Yellow Man to a person, to a random mil- a millennial, in my opinion, I think less than 50% of persons will, you know, will actually know who mm-hmm. Yellow Man is. So therefore, there's no, there's no possible way they can actually appreciate where that music is coming from or where music is coming from in general all right so let's use somebody like a more, a more somebody who's more a veteran in the business who is who was who's still popular popular mm-hmm. back in the day still popular no mm-hmm. uh in comparison to some of the younger artists in some some of the younger artists in jamaica no let's use beanie man and bounty killer for example because we know that beanie man has been doing music since the age of eight and mm-hmm. it's now he's probably in his 40s now when you want to taste his talent trail back in his um in his time well um and started his career back then um when you compare um some of his songs or some of his music with the newer upcoming artists nowadays i mean what would you how would you describe that kind of a music i mean the music art, let's just use um, Beanie Man as an example. Beanie Man's past songs compared to now, are they songs? I mean, I'll take mm-hmm. Beanie Man's song, past songs without, without a doubt, without even thinking about it. Because as I said, nowadays music, it kind of have the same, the same sound. There's no versatility. Beanie Man all songs, you know. I mean, he had his signatures, but at the end of the day, his songs didn't necessarily sound the same. And he explored different styles. While people nowadays, if it is not about girl, if it's not about gun, there's nothing else that they can speak about. So now, basically, is whole the whole is the whole dynamics of how the music was back then as supposed to know. Yeah. Because back in the days, when I say like Zim Zima, who got the keys to my Who am I? The girl them sugar, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Songs like that, as opposed to when they say, "Oh, I went in there." Um, like a like a vibe cartel, 
I personally, I'm not a big fan of a vibes cartel, but his music to me and how his, his lyrics in his music are really creative. I must say it sometimes some of the music that he, uh, he's, uh, he produces are not the I mean, ones that I'm in agreement with, but it's something. In my opinion, I will say this and a lot of persons may not agree with me. But I rather his older songs than his newer songs. His newer songs, no, um, no, they're not as, they're not as um, we would I call it now. It's not as lyrically inclined as what I'm used to from him. You think so? In my opinion, <laughs> and a lot uh, of persons will not agree with it. But listening to his older songs, comparing to his newer songs, when I mean newer songs, I'm talking about like 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. Is new, Mm-mm. not for me. All right, let's just see. Joe, can do, you hear us? But I do have an appreciation for them, though, because you know that's that's our culture. Okay. okay, it is. Joel, can you hear us? Joel? Joel? I'm going to ask you to sign out and sign in back again because you're not coming across as clear. So just sign out and sign in back again. So, as it relates to that, one of the things I want to also touch on is, as you mentioned, you say, when you say that music, well, yeah, I, I heard on the, on, uh, when they were presenting the Jamaica Festival song for this year mm-hmm. from some of the artists, I'm like, you know, it's, it's really creative this year. It's, it's, a, it's a bit different. But it's somewhat kind of a refresher mm-hmm. in the sense that they're using popular a mixture of popular artists and new and upcoming artists, be it um Bojubantan, um Twices, persons who are veteran in the business, Toots and the Matals, mm-hmm. um, versus Sakina, who is new in the business, and among others who are there, you know, to kind of revamp the whole aspect of what um, festival song is in Jamaica yeah. and I'm seeing where you know where where how would I put this now I'm seeing that back in the days you know how festival song was recently um, in past times recent past times if I should if I should put it that way the songs were a bit lackluster and I heard the minister say that you know they had to cancel the whole aspect of the festival song competition because of its lacking in in lyrics and how it is being presented nowadays. Do you think that these songs are presenting the true essence of Jamaica's culture or just not the festival song in itself, but music in general in Jamaica? Is it presenting the culture of what Jamaica really is? All right, let me just first say that persons need to understand that why some of these, tradi- um, not traditional songs, why some of these festival songs are lacking and they, on the biggest culprit in all of this is that we're not teaching or we're not, what should I say, refreshing our culture in, you know, in people's minds. So a lot of persons don't know what our culture is, but yet so they'll be a part of a competition that is all about culture, namely the festivals, um, the festival competition, right? Not knowing where the true, um, cult, what the true culture is all about. They're going to water down what they think they know into making a cultural song, which isn't necessarily effective. So I think a lot of persons need to look at 
the fact that we need to push our culture into the minds of other persons and not neglect that because it does have an impact overall. Okay, cool. And I can agree with you in terms of that as well and how, vers- how the songs have been presenting itself. Joel, are you there? I am. Great, you're back. Have you been listening and hear what, what has been going on? The essence of it all, I believe. Great. I don't know where the connect- what happened to the connection there, but what we- let me just give a brief recap as to what we were talking about. Well, you did hear what we were talking about. I did. Okay, great. Um, so let's just bring you in on this on the discussion now. In terms of how, um, in terms of culture, do you think, do you think, um, or um, music is shaping how the culture of well, do you think music nowadays is shaping the whole aspect of an individual's personality? Or how they identify themselves. Well, not even say identify themselves. Or do you think music has an influence on a person's personality in Jamaica or in general? I do. In what way? Or in what aspect? In many aspects. For example. Such as? Um, mm-hmm. For example, they would tell you that, you know, Persons can easily or would more than likely easily judge you based off the music you listen to. And it is not something that is quite alarming because the things you listen to will help to influence your choices in life. The things you listen to will help you to behave a certain way. So they impact your behavior. But in the same breath, your influence does not necessarily have to be your choice if you understand what I'm saying. Because you can have a lot of influences, but that is still not your choice, right? So... Mm. Well, I, I understand what you're saying, you know, but at the same time, you know, if, 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 if I correct me if I'm wrong, when you say you may have an imp- a lot of influence, uh, you say influences, yeah. but it doesn't affect your choice. But it doesn't have to be... I disagree not. with that, you know, because... Go again. It doesn't have to be your choice. Meaning that if I have friends who love dancehall music, their mm-hmm. love for dancehall music can influence me, but it is not my choice to listen to dancehall music. So even though the influence is there, it's still not my choice. But having an influence, though, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't that mean make it, uh, it's pushing you in a direction where you either go with what is happening or you go against what is happening. Yeah, so even though the influence is there, it does not have to be, your choice does not have to be in favor of the influence. Which is right. But you still have, but, but the influence is still guided by... It is still there. My point right. basically is, yes, it influences people, but notwithstanding the fact that your influence does not have to be in favor, well, your choice does not have to be in favor Cool. Understand. Understand. All right. Uh, great. Lovely. I love the discussion. I love the vibes. Love what's happening. Love, love the uh, the interaction. Uh, 
just a few points before, not even a few points, like my final question before I go to chemo. Um, final question for me? Well, not for you, but in general. Okay. Uh, uh, what was the question? I totally forgot the question. <laughs> I totally forgot the question. Um, how would you how would you how would you view the whole aspect of music as it relates to or what advice would you give as it relates to music? That's not the question either. That is not the question. <laughs> Uh-oh. That is not the question. It was right there. I don't remember what you said. But that is not there. That's not the question. But um but let me get to you though, Kimo. Um you are an upcoming artist that has been paving the way and doing your thing. And quite and and I must say, I've heard some of um your all of your singles and they are pretty good. Don't know what it is that is happening, but um you mind telling us a little bit about what is happening or what's going on as it relates to your music? I mean, sure. Um, I'm, you know, Jamaican. And I'm not doing the typical Jamaican route of music. Um, persons are of the mindset that um, once you're in Jamaica and you're going to pursue music, you're going to, you know, end up in dancehall or reggae, mostly dancehall. But I'm taking a route where my music won't necessarily be for the borders of Jamaica, but, you know, spread all over, you know, to the deepest end of the world, even where music, where people would have never expected, you know, certain music, Jamaican music to be. I wanted to get there. So I'm making music that is not just for Jamaicans, but for every culture, once they can understand it. You know, sometimes they don't even need to understand English to understand, or should I say, vibe to our music. Once the music can right. put somebody out there outside of Jamaica and within Jamaica, I'm perfectly fine. So right now I'm focused on doing, I'm doing pop, um, R&B. I'm, do, I'm just doing international flavored music. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to put myself in a box. So I'll just leave it at international right. flavored music. Right. Because my, my first my first single was um Give It To You, which had um a very upbeat, upbeat. Kind of it's, it's like a it's like a Afrobeat yet pop kind yes. of vibe. So I never wanted to, you know, just choose a genre. I wanted to show that I can do outside of. Okay, cool. So what are some what are the other uh singles that you have out there i mean my other singles are good time scarred hearts at war placeholder and the newest being nobody else nobody else i see okay great so i see where you have been creating a buzz on your instagram page Mm -hmm. as to what it is that is being cooked up right at this moment. You want to, you mind telling us about that? What's going on? I mean, sure, why not? I've recently done some visuals for Scarred Heart at War. I'm pretty interested in seeing the final product. Can't wait for everybody else to see it. Because um, I think, in my opinion, I think that's one of my, well, it's my favorite songs. It's my favorite song out of all the songs that I've written. 
Scarlet Hearts at War. And I do believe that it deserved it deserved um a visual visual um mm-hmm. effect to it. And I'm very excited to see what you know how that plays out. Nice, nice, nice. I also have new work coming out, but you know, I'm not really so much about that. But yeah, new things coming. Yeah, man, I will anticipate, and I will anticipate the moment for those for those new singers. So for those of you who want to know, you can check out check out Kimo on his Instagram page. Uh, it's called This Open Soul. Is that this open soul? Some of the singles that are there, you can hear a preview of his uh, uh, that are there. Um, all of his songs, the singles are on all the major platforms be it Deezer, Apple, iTunes, um, Spotify. You can get this music from there anywhere you want, to, anywhere you can find it. Even on SoundCloud, you can think of it, it's there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> so you can just find him at, at, at this open soul on Instagram. On all, on sure all platforms. On all platforms. On all platforms. Yeah. At, oh, this open soul, okay, on all platforms. Be it TikTok, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, everywhere. Facebook. He's there. You can find him there. Um, let's just bring back Joel in the, into the picture now. Joel, are you still there? I am. Great, 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 great. Uh, so any final words on hope? Well, not even final words. <laughs> not any final words. Um, what would you say to um to an individual who who who's out there who probably might be um listening to music or you know vibing to a particular um, kind of music in terms of whether it influences them negatively or positively what would you say to an individual who no that's not the question either lord jesus and this don't look good at all (laughs) this is not working out well for me (laughs) right um just go with the flow per se yeah my just go with the flow per se within the capacity of what you want to discuss all right go with the flow go with the flow like that like that like that like that like that um yes so we noticed that there are some music out there even though we kind of touched on it a little bit um we know that there's some music out there who you know we're somewhat not in agreement with, right? Um, what would you say to persons who are listening to those kind of a music? Because we do have persons who listen to these music and then emulate some of what is being said, or probably all of what is being said um, in that aspect. What would you say about that? This is me coming back into the picture. This question is for me? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, you see, you, uh, well, you see, music was always there, you know. Music was always there, but it's us who put our hands on it that cause sometimes mm-hmm. damage or can uplift it, you know. So the message you convey in a song somebody listened to it and them say yeah man it's in agreement with what they want to hear or them hear it and like it and say yeah i will go for this and you know yeah 
So our interpretation heavily impacts music and it also impacts the listeners or our audience. So, you know, if you're going to listen to something, be knowledgeable of the fact that you can also be identified with what you listen to. Also, what you listen to can have an impact on how you behave subconsciously without you even knowing. So be mindful of that. Don't just listen loosely and then don't know responsibly what you're listening to, how it can impact you either negatively or positively. Know what you're all about. Right, all right. All right. So this question is for both of you. Um, do you think artists um, have a responsibility or a role of responsibility yes. as it relates to the kind of music that they put out there? Yes. I mean, they do. So. I do. I, th- I do think so. But at the same time, we have to take into consideration that the audience does have a play in all of this. We both do. Because I, let's just use Spice, for example. I, I don't remember the, um, the, it was an award ceremony that she was called upon to perform. And she went and she, you know, she brought her, oh, yes, she I brought her brand to the, to, the, to the stage. And persons were basically dragging her because, you know, she shouldn't have been performing those songs. But at the same time, when she sang um, other songs, subtle songs, they don't get any recognition. But as soon as she does, you know, one of those songs, like uh, A Summer Like It or Cool It or, you know, whatever the song is, the audience themselves, you know, they get pumped and they rave the songs. So at the same time, I don't think that the, the onus is just on the artist, but also on the audience, the listeners. It's on the listeners. What say you, Kim? Uh, Joel? <laughs> I agree because, yes, I am an artist. I produce my music and I am responsible for the music I produce. You are my audience, or not even my audience. You are an audience. You are a listener. I put my music out there. You don't have to listen to it. If you do, that's on you. And it's not, just, yeah. just to add, remember, you know, being an artist is not just for being artistic. It's also a business. You build exactly. the brand. So you, you putting out a specific kind of song and the audience kind of react, you know, kind of so-so to it, you'll say, all right, I'll avoid that kind of music. When you put out another type of music and you realize that the crowd is loving that, that's what you're going to continuous. That's what you're going to continuously do because that will help to build your brand to a bigger level. So at the end Keeping of the day, in mind I, what you stand for. I mean, at the end of the day, but, again, what we need to understand with the music industry, we may put out a certain music, but that's not what we are. But it's because a brand, we just have to keep up with a brand. It not, it's not necessarily the person, if that makes sense. It's the brand and not necessarily the person. Some person, not everybody. I, I, I agree with, with, with you, Kimo, in that sense, because the bottom line is, though you as an artist and you're putting your music out there or whatever, you know, the bottom line is to make a profit or make a... Make mm-hmm. a make, I'm going to do your living, your livelihood mm-hmm. from it, right? And just as how you see, um, just as though you have... Um, things that are in demand, you see, versus things that are being supplied. You know, the supply is um, more of one thing and persons are not gravitating towards that. 
eventually you're gonna just want to stop. But if you see persons are gravitating towards a particular item, you want to be a part of that market. Yes, never increase that. The pie, mm -hmm. Right? And then you're going to right in there, ensure that you're, you're getting the piece of that pie. Right? But in terms of artists having a responsibility, yes, I believe that they do have a responsibility in, the, in, in what they produce and what they put out there. But at the same time, we have to also look at the, we have to also look at the whole aspect of the fact that, you know, um, the things that they do put out there, it's the responsibility of the listener for what they take and how they take these pieces of music and how they interpret and internalize these music. Because I don't believe the IT should be penalized for what is being put out there. Because if you put something out there, as an artist, in my in my opinion, if you put something out there and the people them like it, you know, expect them then we like it, yes, but you know, expect them all carry out everything where it's said. It within the realms or the brackets of what um, <laughs> is deemed as acceptable, if I must say, because I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, take up your gun and go this, that, and whatever, whatever. I mean, I expect that you're gonna go out there and see a man in a like him and you're gonna shoot him, whatever, whatever. I mean, I expect that, right? Well, but at the same time, the music is kicking and everything, it's good. Well, aren't uh, you not fully aware of the power that you hold then? I wouldn't much necessarily say it is. A, as again, I agree with you as it relates to the power that you hold. I do agree with you. But at the same time, it's kind of like a, we call let's say a cognitive, dis, kind of like, not a cognitive, let's say it's kind of like a dissonance, right? Um... If you do one thing, you're going to be negatively impacted. Or if you do one, as opposed to do the other thing, you're still going to be the negative, um, get negatively uh, impacted ne negatively. But you're going to look at it from a utilitarian approach in, the term, in terms of what is the greater good out of it for you as an artist and for the audience in which you're servicing to, um, you're supplying your product to or you're giving you're producing or you're presenting your product or your brand towards in my opinion so yeah so gentlemen any final words these are um, the final final words yes <laughs> oh okay Wow, Joel. Wow. Um, <laughs> Any final words? <laughs> yes, you see, well, for those who are aspiring musicians, know what you're about, know what your aim is, know what your vision is. Do not be limited. Know where what you are going to enter in. Know the standards of it. Know who you are and what you can bring to it or take away from it. And those wonderful listeners out there, Know what you want, know what you want to endorse because you build an artist and an, and an artist also helps in building you. So, yeah. All right. Kimo? Um, for me, I'd say people listening, ensure that the music that you're listening to, um, it speaks your truth and not necessarily the truth of others. As Joel was saying earlier that, you know, persons are influenced by music because of their friends listening to that kind of music. Instead of just going ahead and following a whole following a whole train to, you know, listen to a dance hall, a certain type of dance hall, you know, listen to what you want to listen to. Don't 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 give up your choice for you know for a little like or you know just to fit in. 
music is a very open place for everybody. There's always a space when it comes to music for every single body. So never limit yourself in just somebody else's choices, but make your choices when it comes to music because there's so much power within music itself. It can liberate, it can soothe, it can help you through your different problems instead of, you know, not experiencing right. it. Yeah. All right. And on that note, we'd like to thank Kimo for joining us on this episode and also Joel for joining us, though he was missing for a few part, few moments, but he's back. He came back and just in the nick of time to get through the evening's proceedings. I want to thank you, all my listeners who are listening out there and join us again next time for another episode on It's All Relative. And before I go, one thing I may leave with you is one good thing about music. When it hits, it feels no pain. You feel oh. it. <laughs> it feels no Let me pain. One good thing about music. When it hits, you feel no pain. Thank you for listening. This is it's all relative. Think, create, relate. Thanks for joining. Bye bye now. Bye. the place this door god i wonder if them know sun hat i've been searching and searching more and more relentlessly each day to find a place a place where the young the old and the middle age can sit and discuss or even have a debate a place where both wives and husbands and even side chicks can come and build a vibes. You know what I mean? A place where we are not separated by our class, nor race, not even by gender. I have searched and searched. And finally, I have found such a place. A place where it's all relative. A place for you and a place for me. A place for the uptown people and even those in the inner city. Disagreeing to agree. So come join we for this year entertainment and that aired on national TV. Let us think. Create. Relate. This and every Saturday with your boy K. Chris Anthony. It's all relative, Miss.